RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, guys. Hey, what's happening? Woo! I figured let's check in for my birthday. What the what the f? Who cares? We're all gonna die anyway. One more day closer to death for me. So a lot a lot of work to be done. For as much as well, for you too, I guess. When we really think about it. But yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I figured I'd get on the on this Tara Buster and tell you guys hey i'm gonna hang out with with some friends this evening i'll hang out with my tarabuster friends in the afternoon so i have to get out of here by six so we only have a couple hours so and i I can also guilt people into becoming patrons using my birthday as leverage we do what we can so, yeah, I want to thank everyone who who is a patron and for supporting the show. Uh-oh, here comes Tara Jr. Jr. Why does he do this every time I start the show? It's like his cue. All right, sit down. Say hello. Say hello. Hello. I guess you're quiet today, huh? All right. Oh, grumpy. Grumpy, too. Relax, Jr. Just relax. Yeah, he's in his spot. I'll show you. There he is. <laughs> well, this is the only show that is done with a cat on your lap. So, thank you. All right, hit the bell for Tara. Yes, goddammit. J- join the join this goddamn thing. We're on YouTube at at the RDT Daily Media face um media YouTube channel. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm also kind of pissed off because RDT Daily on Facebook, we have a large community on Facebook, but Facebook sucks in so many ways. And, all right, Junior, he's not comfortable. Um, one of the ways, they, they dinged us for fake news. We shared a meme, which I told the guy who does our memes he he shares memes from he aggregates and what do you call it curates memes from other sites and we reshare them i told him to please check every effing meme for factual for that is factual including every goddamn quote on a meme you know uh, because they have right wingers do, doing the fact checking so they're looking for ways to shut us down. So we were two days from being out of the doghouse from another fucking meme that was shared that wasn't factually correct because Trump didn't say that all women should be used and, and, and abused and treated badly. He said he only meant that supermodels or certain types of women so they dinged it as, as fake news, whatever this meme said, something that Trump thinks that women should be treated like shit. He, he said that, but he was, he was referring to specifically models need to be treated like shit, not all women. That's why he, they, they, they dinged us. Fine, whatever. It's not even memes we've, we created. And then, but I mean, there's no excuse. So whatever. There's enough shit that he does say that 
we, there's no need to be making fake fucking memes. And in a lot of ways, honestly, I think that that right wingers they make these memes so we share it and get and get, get dinged because when you put the fake news right they say they have this fake news charge when you put that out there and it gets dinged as fake news then everything it diminishes diminishes the truth that's the point why would we be making fake memes of course they're doing it they're doing it to catch us this is what they do they're trying to cover their own asses there's a, because they know there's enough shit that he does say and do and does that is abhorrent. So if you ding the, the if you ding the, a little bit, then it all be, the truth is devalued completely. So the other the, then the next effing thing yesterday about two two days before we're out of the goddamn Facebook doghouse for this other shit that was shared, he, uh, we get another one for fake news because... I'm trying to find the goddamn thing. It's a meme that said... that Trump said that his at his rally at this other place... I don't know, one of the... the latest rally that he had. The latest Nuremberg rally. He said, we have... Were, where the meme said... Trump said, we have 40,000 people here tonight with thousands waiting outside, but they won't show it to you. But it was verified as false because he didn't say it at that rally. Okay? You see what I'm saying? But he has said that before. So I don't know where he gets this meme from. So I told the guy who runs the goddamn memes, that's it, enough with the fucking quotes. If you're not checking them, we're getting screwed. Because what happens is the show doesn't get shared. We have 150,000 followers on the on Facebook, but that's not getting shared to 150,000 people, that's for sure. That's what they do. They suppress it. And then if they, you want to, even if you wasn't suppressed, that's how Facebook does it. You have to pay. You have to boost it. So you got to pay money if you want it to reach all of your followers. I hate them. And this, the, the people who, who, who is, is an independent fact checker, Brad Sylvester from, where, from the Daily Caller fucking foundation, okay? That's your independent fact checker. The Daily Cesspool of the Daily Caller? Independent fact checker? I like to see how independent the Daily Caller fact checker is. And where did this meme originate? That's what I want to know. I'm sure it didn't originate on, on a lefty site. It was one of these fuckers. Spent, they spread it into, the, into our whatever, into the internet. So people get caught out. That's what happens. That's why you got to be super careful with these scumbags. I mean, go on the Daily Caller, and you'll all you'll see. You'll be assaulted by fake news. Let's see. Here's uh, here's the Daily Caller. What's on the front page here so far? Patriots impeachment weekly wrap up. That's a po- uh, oh wait say a Patriot only. 
it says on there. Patriots only? Then, then how do they have any readers? Patriots only? They're not patriots. Right-wingers are not patriots. They hate America. Do I have to detail it again? Let me count the ways how they hate America. Just the fact that they're out there talking about fake fucking news. Fake news? So They're wearing shirts that say rope, tree, journalist, some assembly required. They think that's funny. They're... They're worshiping a, a a demagogue who attacks the press, who is sucking up to dictators all over the world, who who covers the ass of a dictator who lured a journalist into an embassy and dismembered him alive for daring to speak out and exercise the constitutionally protected right to keep an eye on these scumbags. I hate them. The Daily Caller. That's your independent fact checker. So I was pissed off. Yes, I'm still pissed off. This is this fucks us. You know what I mean? Because you can't monetize the site. So here I go, just pouring more fucking money into the site because you know, and and getting nothing back, but being screwed constantly by this. It's hard to maintain. When that's why I ask guys, you guys, to be patrons. Because I can't do this alone. I'm fucking bleeding over here. As anybody knows who is who does this thing. I mean, I do it, I guess. I would like to do it full-time. You know, because it's a full-time job. Fighting fascism. It really is. You can't, you can't phone it in. You can't be part-time. Fighting fascism. That's how they, that's how they do it, you think? No. They know because they have the Mercer family and all the their billionaire benefactors funding them. Al Sharpton's Trump, this is on the Daily Caller, Al Sharpton's Trump's bragging about the economy and Democrats aren't listening. Okay, whatever. Trump campaign is launching evangelicals for Trump at majority megachurch. Oh, Hispanic. Mega church. ISIS releases Christmas video claiming to show beheading of Christ- of Christians. Because you got to be afraid, be afraid, be afraid. This is the Daily Caller. They're independent fact checkers over there. Fact checking because it wasn't, he didn't brag about the size of his rally that the fake news won't cover at that specific um event that that specific fa- fascist gathering but i get it that's fine you know so it's fake and therefore everything else everything else we share must be fake too right because that's the point because don't don't believe don't believe the truth you see that's the the agenda here don't believe the truth because they 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 shared this fake meme you see that was probably spread into the liberal blogosphere purposefully so they could fuck us. And the fucking, you know, I mean, whatever. He got caught out. I, not, I'm a little annoyed because I requested specifically, please check every goddamn quote. But, you know, you can only say something 50,000 times before you run out of breath. 
<sighs> okay. Calm down. Calm down, Snowflake. It's your birthday. It's my birthday, and I'll scream if I want to. My goddamn birthday. Yeah, and and Facebook sucks. They know that. Why? Who would, in any, re, in any world, real world, that wanted an independent fact checker? Who the hell would hire the Daily Caller? You serious? Why don't they hire us? We'll fact check. We'll be fair. Of course we would. I wouldn't lie. But uh, you goddamn better believe. You know, maybe we need to, to fight fire with fire. Let's start making some fake memes for them. Pieces of human waste. What's the point? I mean, this is the other thing. That's what I don't understand. Oh, we have to be better than them, right? We, all, we have to bring a strongly worded email to a gun battle while they're whittling away at democracy. Scum, scum, sucking bastards. You know, because we have to, that's the thing. The other day, when was it? Yesterday, actually, I was watching. I don't know how I could take it. No wonder I have a knot in my stomach perpetually. But I had MSNBC on in the background all goddamn day listening to them, and I just could not believe. It never stops. Non-stop. I don't know how many times they, they said Bernie heart attack. Bernie heart attack. Okay, because Bernie's rising in the polls, and despite the fact that it's a constant bash, it's always... Well, whenever they bring him up, it's, oh, it's uh, surprising that he's rising in the polls when he has, uh, he had this heart attack, heart attack, heart attack, heart attack, heart attack. You know he had a heart attack? Did you know that? Heart attack. It's amazing. Heart attack. And don't tell me that that's not deliberate. And how, and of course they also had to end every phrase using Bernie heart attack and Joe Biden. Of course, Joe Biden. Everybody loves Joe Biden because the I, I get it. We all know this that the plan here is to woo Republicans. This I mean, that's the agenda, guys. That's it. This is how they think they're going to win. Not that I don't know where they were in 2016 if they were paying attention, but I guess not. It doesn't matter as long as they can keep the oligarchy. They like the structure of this society. It's going very well for them. They like that it's the the least upwardly mobile. They like that. They like that when the dumb serfs can't handle a four hundred dollar emergency. That's good for them. It's good for business. And they they were. Uh, I swear. I wish I could have captured these the the whole day of MSNBC because on the video to share just to rip it to shreds because. They were going on how about the gig economy, how people in this gig economy. Oh, well, they did mention how some people are getting screwed in the gig, the gig economy. This is a thing now, the gig economy. This is what we're supposed to do. We're not, you know, if you have some free time, this is one of them was saying like, oh, if you have some free time, some people, they like the gig economy because if you have some free time, you want to go drive an Uber and shit like that. This is how you want to spend your time, right? You don't want to pursue dreams of your own. How about just ha have a goddamn nap? Go for a walk with your dog or your goddamn girlfriend or boyfriend or your child. No, no, no. You got to 
you got some free time. You, it's your right as an American to drive a fucking Uber. Just keep driving an Uber. That's the new American dream. They don't, you don't want anybody. You need the choice. To, you want choice. That's freedom of choice. Drive an Uber or join DoorDash. You got to have a choice, you see. That's what Americans like. That's what I keep hearing, too. All about choice. Don't tell Americans they can't beg on GoFundMe for their diabetes medicine. They have a choice. They can go on GoFundMe or they can wait for Cash App. When the Cash App has a special that says Dear Cash App and you can go on. It's like new the new queen for a day. I have diabetes. My wife has cancer. I lost my job. And now she's. Uh, we're worried about our health. Or who's going to pay for our our health insurance? Nobody. Actually, I guess you can hope you can find uh, an Obamacare plan. But you know how Republicans are dismantling that. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it just sucks anyway. So just wait. Uh, drive your Uber. Maybe you can drive. Uh, you can figure out a way to stay up t- 48 hours and just keep driving, 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 driving. I don't know. Take some drugs. Take some speed. Oh, that might uh, that might land you in jail. I don't know how you ma- how do you do it. How do you make? Oh, that's the American spirit, though. Isn't that isn't that wonderful? Got to keep work, 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 work. Just that American spirit. It's that spirit of innovation to drive an Uber and then work at your DoorDash job in between your other jobs that have no retirement security. But the stock market, holy shit, have you heard? It's going gangbusters on the stocks. If you got a stock, oh, good for you. Um, and if God bless your 401ks, hopefully, maybe they'll, they'll last you until you're 72 instead of uh, 71. And maybe you'll die. Who knows? Mercifully. Where you won't have to bankrupt everything to get back to get on the dole. This is uh this is the American way, right? <sighs> Fucking shit. Yes, haiku on the chat. If you like your oligarchy, you can keep it. I like it. I like my oligarchy. I like the trickle. If you like it, you could keep it. This is the choice that we face. And the Democrats don't want to get in the way of that. I mean, Republicans want that. But the Democrats, they don't want any any pesky revolution. Which, what is revolution? What are we talking about? We're talking about restoring the New Deal. A very American, a very American uh, kind of way of life, right? Restoring the middle class rebuilding the middle class from the from the working poor but you know whatever sit down junior sit damn it fucking people make me sick really on my birthday everything it doesn't matter my birthday your birthday every goddamn day it's the same i'm so tired of the the, sh- the bullshit because we're up against it it's and they're winning frankly that's why we're i'm here in this in this room saying become a patron become a patron 
while they're what are they doing? They don't have to. the The Daily Caller isn't begging for patrons. I'll tell you that. They got nice funding from the billionaires, billionaire benefactors. Daily Caller. I I remember when that was nothing but the the that was worse than Stormfront. <sighs> Fucking unbelievable. Where we have how far we've fallen. So yeah, there you go. But that's fake news, right? Oh, Trump would never say something like there's 40,000 people here in this arena. He would never say something like that and call the news fake for not reporting it. He never said that. Oh, okay, yeah, he did say that. Except not at that day. Fucking people. I'm so pissed off. But what are you going to do? And uh, But we're snowflakes. That's the other thing. I wanted to talk about, and we're going to have a show tomorrow, of course. Mercifully, my birthday will have passed by then. And hopefully, if you hear this show and you feel like it, become a patron. Because maybe that one day, we won't have to, we won't have to beg a billionaire. I mean, I don't, I'm not begging billionaires here. If we had a billionaire, that would be nice. A billionaire who who could trickle some, 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 uh, some support on us, but whatever. They, that's liberals don't work like that. That's why we're in the boat we're in. They wanna, they wanna reach across the aisle. You see, they wanna work with Republicans while they're choking us, choking the life out of us. We're gonna work with them. No, we just they don't, don't pay no attention to who who they are. That they hate democracy. That they have been systematically dismantling the American working class for as long as I've been alive. Pay no attention to their dirty tricks, their treason, how they win so-called quote-unquote elections by any means possible. Despite receiving fewer votes, they have no problem seizing power and acting like they have a mandate when they don't even win. Pay no attention to all of their the the way that they manipulate democracy and not only that they're not just going for democracy the the voting voting itself they'll they will undermine everything that surrounds it surrounds democracy the pillars of democracy they will destroy pay no attention to that reach across the aisle work you can work with them what are the, what are you going to work with them on though I, I'm curious. What do you work? How do you meet a fascist halfway? How do you meet somebody who's praising authoritarian dictators? How do you meet that fucker halfway? How do you meet someone like Mitch McConnell halfway? Who says that, who, who stands in the way of the legal responsibility of, of a president uh, the constitutionally mandated responsibility to pick a Supreme Court justice slapping us in the face, the majority of the American people who voted for him, who stands in the, in the way of that and says, oh, I'm sorry, the proudest moment of my life. Oh, he doesn't even say I'm sorry. The proudest moment of my life is when I said to Barack Obama, Mr. President, you will not fill that Supreme Court seat. He, he said that to us. He said that to the majority, the the people, we the people, he said that to, that, that motherfucker. 
the turtle-looking, kiss-up, kick-down Putin puppet. And they are. These compromised agents of foreign dictators, you better believe it. So, how are you going to reach across the aisle? I don't know. I don't get it. What are you reaching across the aisle to 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 a bunch of oligarchy enabling fascists who hate democracy? Haven't they? Haven't they proven it enough? How much they hate America? They hate the very foundations of America. They hate the founding documents. They hate the the people who live here. These are people who have a, a celebration when they kill Americans. Yes. Oh, I'm being hyperbolic now. Uh, they, they threw a fucking party when they kicked millions of people off of health care. They knew the consequences of that. They hate that. They hate when Americans can get health care because they hate Americans. That's why they're trying to transform this country. They're not trying to to strengthen this country. If they were, they wouldn't have the fucking con man as a standard bearer, calling him the greatest thing that walks among us. The whiniest little bitches. That's what they need to change their names to. Not the Republican Party. The whiny little bitches. Because that's what they are. They are. And one of the things I wanted to talk about today... Ugh. God, I'm so aggravated. It's my birthday, and I'm fucking aggravated. <laughs> I'm sorry for the cursing. I don't know. Am I sorry? No, probably not. Uh, probably if my mother was listening, but she's not. Because she's not among the living. She's resting comfortably for eternity. Good for her. She never lived to see this shit. This fucking idiot. That's one good thing you can say. Thank you guys for hanging out. I'm looking at the chat. Thank you for your birthday wishes. Yes, it's my birthday. I was born on December 27th, which sucks. It's the suckiest day, probably. One of the suckiest to have a birthday. Because nobody gives a shit <laughs> about your birthday. That's the bottom line. They're all tired. It's between Christmas and New Year, right in the middle. Nobody cares. A lot of people are out of town. They're like, I don't know. I don't care. I'm tired. I'm real. I, I, I need. The, I'm out of town. We'll get together another day. Whatever. Who cares? But it was a nice birthday today. What did I do? I, I didn't work today. Well, I'm doing this now because I, I enjoy this actually. So believe it or not, I wanted to hang out with the, with the peeps on the Tarot Buster. Before I hung out with the peeps in real life, we're going to see some lady play a piano tonight her name is katya greneva 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 at carnegie hall she's doing a piano concert carnegie hall see very nice december 27th that's my birthday right there a classical holiday we're all buddhists this woman is a Buddhist, too, but she's doing this holiday thing. So, I don't know. It would be nice to hear some music going to Carnegie Hall, listening to live music. Carnegie Hall holds a special place in my heart because I love 
I love uh, I love Judy Garland. And for all those Judy fans, you understand th- the importance of Carnegie Hall. One of Judy's greatest concerts was at Carnegie Hall. I always loved Judy. I, I Ever since I was a kid, I don't know what it is. You either... There's a lot of Judy fans, obviously, still. She's And that movie just came out, which I saw, with Renee Zellweger. She, she did a good job, I thought. Poor Judy, though, right? The world just chewed her up and spit her out. And that's what the, it'll do to us. We're not careful. It's the truth. And it, it, it's, it's really uh, sad. Frankly, sad. I sound like Trump. That's one of the things I wanted to talk about. I would. I wish I could sit here and talk about Judy. Wouldn't that be great if this was a functioning democracy? We could have a show that we could just talk about Judy Garland and cats. We could talk about animals, how to help animals, how to save animals, right? Right, Junior? What do you think? He doesn't care. He's like a big mush. What's up? And Judy Garland. We could do Judy. We can have guests to talk about Judy. That's the point of having a functioning democracy. A functioning civilization is that you get to do other things. You don't always have to be out in the streets marching. And that's enough with the marching, too. Okay? That's great to march. It's wonderful as a means to an end to get together and to network and to show that we are uh, we are many, right? That's one that's good, but it can't end there. There has to be more than just marching. What if the founding fathers marched? They just marched around uh, the the Boston Harbor. They just marched instead of. Throwing, throwing the tea in the harbor. It's time for civil goddamn disobedience. That's what that's for. Civil disobedience. Well, I'm not talking about violence. Civil disobedience is Rosa Parks saying, no, fuck this. I'm sitting on this bus. I'm, not, I'm sitting here in the front. I'm not going in the back. I'm a human being. I don't want to hear your bullshit because I have darker pigment. I got to get in the back. That's such bullshit. That's why Republicans are so stupid, too. Because racism, and, and they are racist. I don't give a shit. Please. You're, you are racist. It's, uh, your policies are racist. You're, when, you're, when you have KKK, the David Dukes of the world, praising you, you're, you're on the wrong side of history. You're a racist. If you, as, uh, as, I can't remember the guy's name, but as he said, if you're not a racist, the racists think you're a racist. So, good enough. Oh, I'm not a racist. They all say that. I'm not racist. I'm not racist. All of them say, even David Duke says he's not a racist. Please. They're racist. Of course they are. That's how they divide and conquer. They, there's, they use the oldest tricks in the book, and that's why these damn dumbass Trumpanzees fall for it. Like, who is this woman? Oh, shit. I didn't plan on talking about this. I should right now. Hold on. The woman who ran over those children 
Because I heard Mike Malloy and Bob Kincaid talking about this. Where is she? And I thought, oh, I won't talk about it. Because we have a lot of crossover audience. So, But whatever. It came up. This woman, an Iowa woman who told police she intentionally ran over a teenager because she believed the girl was Mexican, has been charged with another hit and run that hurt a 12-year-old boy. So this fucking bitch was running around in a car. She was smoking meth because she's, yeah, that's your, that's your uh, super race, right? She's a white woman. She is the top of the, of the pyramid running around, running over children in her car, smoke it, smoking meth. Fucking moron. And going on racist tirade. She was going into stores, yelling out racist, being a, just being a, a charming, productive member of society. Unbelievable. But this is what, that's, that's a Republican right there. They, there's your Republican base, you know? I'm surprised she wasn't on her way to a Nuremberg, Trump Nuremberg rally. I'm sure she's been there. I'm sure she's a Trump voter. So, as the as that axiom states, not all Republicans are racists, but all racists are Republican. You better believe it. So, an Iowa woman who told police she intentionally ran over a teenager because she believed the girl was Mexican has been charged with another hit-and-run crash that hurt a 12-year-old boy. Nicole Franklin, who also goes by the name Nicole Poole, was charged Monday by Des Moines police with attempted murder in connection with the December 9th crash that occurred less than an hour before another crash in, in suburban Clive. In the latest charge, Frank Franklin was accused of leaving the roadway, traveling onto a sidewalk, and hitting a 12-year-old boy in an apartment complex in Des Moines. The boy suffered minor injuries. Witnesses to the crash told police that the vehicle accelerated prior to the crash, drove onto the sidewalk, and hit the boy. Unbelievable. In the other incident, Franklin was charged with attempted murder after a sport utility vehicle hit a 14-year-old girl who was walking to school to watch a basketball game. Just walking, and she said, what the hell? At first, they all thought it was an accident. Because who the hell would intentionally run over a 14-year-old girl who's on her way to a basketball game because she looks Mexican? That's That's the excuse. She looked Mexican. So she's just cleaning up the streets in her in her methed out superior Trump and Z mind. Unbelievable. That's PTSD. Now how do you think that girl's gonna suffer for the rest of her life with PTSD in this country? Living in a country where you have these white assholes from the uh, from the top down enabling behavior like this. Of course they are. They love it. This is, of course, if they if they cared to to cultivate a different kind of society, they wouldn't behave the way they behave. They wouldn't speak the way they speak. They wouldn't call Nazis very fine people. 
They wouldn't talk about MS-16 as if, as if it's coming up into New Jersey to slit your throat. You don't hear that kind of shit. You didn't, we didn't hear that in Obama, right? Oh, but they still took care of what needed to be taken care of. In fact, uh, this is what actually, I don't know if you ever got, if you guys ever heard of, there's an app called Citizen. It's, it's just this app that shows you whatever, I don't know how it's hooked up to 911 or whatever. And it shows you crimes that are going on around you. And 911, you can look at crimes anywhere. Going not just around you, you can put in whatever zip code, you can see what's going on. Somebody, so I was here, well, on Christmas, I looked, I just looked at the Citizen app, and it said, um, fight or something like that. I'm trying to remember. There was a fight on the street with a knife at, uh, right by my house, right by where I live. And people... You, the thing with the citizen app, you could post like, oh, uh, you can post the video if you're there. Or you can also say like, oh, I hope everyone's okay or whatever the fuck. You can make a comment. And somebody wrote, of course, some some asshole, some right winger wrote, um, Merry Christmas to everyone. I'm just trying to remember from because I can't find it from my memory here. Merry Christmas to uh, to everyone except the liberal judges who let criminals out on the street again and again and again. Who And I, I, I was like, everything Republicans touch, they fucking ruin. They, they are such infants. This is what they bring to the table. They know nothing about what the hell that incident was. All of a sudden, there was an argument with a knife on the street. It could have been a husband and wife. It could have been who the fuck knows. It could have been anything. It could have been somebody who's never been arrested in their life. They have zero information, but they cannot resist the 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 temptation to be a douchebag. That is what Republicans are. They 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 come into a party and lay a big fart. That's who they are. That's the best they got. So. Of course, I wrote back, Merry Christmas to everyone except right-wingers who are incapable of functioning in the type of free democratic society they can only pretend to love. So I don't, because I can't let shit like that just lay there in the middle of the room. What does he know, a liberal judge? How, perhaps this person was never arrested before in, the, in their life. But they, it's this ideology that infests everywhere nobody except the liberal judges who let criminals out again and again and again N no honey they're something called laws and being a modern democracy we have a constitution so we abide by laws and we have no idea what the hell is going on if that was someone who who was in jail again and again and again and let out. But this is what they do. And it's like the, the, the fake news ding that we got from that meme. They infest and then it becomes, oh, look, don't look at this site. Don't listen to Tara Buster. Don't listen to, don't look at RDT Daily. That's fake news, you see. 
And then, oh, you go on the Citizen app, and then you have no people who are too busy driving their Ubers to pay attention to politics and know what's really going on, who don't understand that the, the society is the least upwardly mobile because of Republican policies and conservatives who think it's strong to kick people off of their, whatever, health care, food stamps, give people a, who, who kick people off of things that give them a step up in society, that give them a, ha- a hand. <sighs> They'd rather, I mean, I could go on. And this, uh, we are the most incarcerated country on earth. But, you know, this idiot, what, what, what does he know about this incident? Nothing. Just a another loudmouth Republican who has zero facts on his side, ruining everything. You can't even look at the citizen app. You know what I mean? But fucking annoying. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Okay. So so somebody who goes who doesn't know anything about politics who's on the citizen app they say oh liberal judges who let people out again and again and again oh they must be bad and i don't like when criminals go get get loose on the streets and so yeah yeah i must not be liberals and liberals must be very bad meanwhile the they're on whatever they get all of the decency in society comes because of liberals who fought, bled, and died. They have decent, whatever they have, whatever it is, whatever it may, may it, uh, a decent, what is, what, let's say, uh, the $15 minimum wage now here in New York City. That's because some, some liberal fought for that, who got up and, and fought and said, and, and said, hell no, when they were saying, oh, two pie in the sky. We were saying, no, no, it's not pie in the sky. In fact, we're actually lowballing ourselves here with $15 an hour. It should be double that. I'm sick of it. God damn it. Really? So, yeah, I'm just sick of Republic. That's what I'm saying. Everywhere you go, you can't. That's that's who they are. They cannot help themselves. They have to. They can't control themselves. They're they they are babies, infants. They got nothing. They don't have truth on their side. They have nothing but their ideology. It, it's a cult. So to see that there's an incident with a knife on the street, a fight. They have no with, with zero information. They're out there. Oh, liberals! It's got to be a liberal. Maybe it's some fucking Trumpanzee who was of offended that his dim leader was insulted by a normal person. These these filthy victims. That's the thing I wanted to talk about. I I figured we have many things to talk about. That's uh, that's why it's called Republican Dirty Tricks, right? RDT Daily, Republican Dirty Tricks. We'll never be at a loss for topics. All right, Junior. He's trying to get back up here. What are you doing? All right, he walked away. Yeah, so the thing that really annoyed me on top of everything else, let me see. Uh Uh-oh, I just got a message from somebody. 
I have to re respond to this. Hold on. Will do. Hey, this is Tower Buster for you. <laughs> yes, Junior, yes. So, okay. You, you can't move the mic, my friend, out of my face. It's, the audio is bad enough. So, I, I was thinking maybe tomorrow when we do the show, the regular show, I got another email from somebody who was like, you should have guests and take phone calls. And I was like, yeah, we should. I have a phone system that is usually hooked up. But like I said, one time I, I extended the invitation for phone calls. Nobody called. And then so I became a little gun shy, I suppose. But I'm going to see if Poppy will come on the show tomorrow. Well, I'll ask her. I'm not sure if she's available. But we have other guests at times. And maybe we'll open the phones. Maybe that's what we need to do. I'll just keep the phones open and if you guys want to call in. The the thing that will make me, like, uh, I don't know. I guess it's just one more thing that I, if I see somebody on hold, it'll make me very anxious. Like, I'll have, I feel like I have to get to them quickly. But I guess people are used to calling up shows and being on hold. So we can deal, we'll deal with it together as we do everything here on the Tower Buster show. So it's not just my show. I honestly believe this is like our show. I can't do this without you. I can't do it without the patrons. I can't do it without the 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 dedicated supporters who who write me and who care enough to write and suggest things and give me feedback. Like haiku who will be, eventually we'll get him in there to be the moderator of the chat room. I got to look at that, look how to do that. And I don't know, maybe there's another program that works better with audio. I'm I'm using a program called Ecamm. I'm not sure if there what other program I could use that's better. Maybe there's a better program that gives me more control that I could get better some better uh i mean this is a good mic but better control over the levels sometimes the the videos are really low or high or and vice versa when we play them okay well whatever who cares we'll we'll cross these bridges we're in early days so i mean i don't know how many days we got left it is my birthday i'm not getting any any younger here but we make the best of the times that we have. And today, I had a pretty good day. I woke up late. I didn't use the alarm, so I woke up when I had to wake up. One of my body wanted... I mean, I woke up as my normal time, but went back to sleep a little bit. And then I... What did I do? I took another nap. That's, that's a fucking perfect day right there. I ate a little something. And then I went to sleep. I watched the documentary on Pompeii and a documentary on the uh, the charioteer the most famous charioteer in in Roman history his name was Scarpa and it's very interesting to me is it Scarpa or Scarpa chariot let me see Rome Flavius Scarpa and it's it's so amazing for a thousand years, the chariot racing was 
a a number one sport all over the world. But when Rome died out, it's a ve- it's a very expensive sport, so there people couldn't maintain it. And all those there's more than sixty chariot uh, um, mini sort of mini um, circus maximuses all around the globe. I would love. I gotta go to Rome. I have never been there. Is his name Scarpa Flavius? Chariot. Let's see. Well, maybe it's not him. Famous. Chariot. Scorpa? Something like that. Anyway, whatever. I can't find it. That's why I'm wondering if it, that's the right name. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's a good one. But that's uh, time flies and time passes. It's hard to believe. That's why I love history. To think about the that, that for for years. Just think about we sh- we're sharing the same air as uh, as every person, whoever lived. The same moon. That was the same sun shining on Julius Caesar when he crossed the Rubicon. It's just amazing to me. But and now they're in the they're in ruins the ruins of this amazing civilization but anyway whatever we only got today all right what what i wanted to talk about too was because what it really irritated me that that the fucking republicans who during christmas said they i can't even speak i know trump sent out um of course, they have to divide this country. But they sent out a an email to all their supporters, their their tiki torch assholes, their all of the dumb bastards like the woman who ran those children over, all all their fans. They sent out an email how to how to fight with your. It's not fight. How to win a. Uh, an argument with your snowflake reporter, uh, reporters, snowflakes, uh, relatives. I'm saying, I'm looking at two different things. One says reporter. That's why I said reporter. Um, there's so many windows open. Because I'm trying to find this fucking article. Where is it? I just had it. This is another thing. If we ever get a real show, this will not happen. There'll be a producer. You know what I mean? Be like, where's that article? And... And like, boom, here it is. So I don't have to go digging. Let me see. Trump. Snowflake. I could find it. What's the point of having finding it before, right? It is my birthday, so indulge me a little bit. I'm sorry. Sorry for all this. Oh, wait. You know, wait a minute. Hold on one second, because I had something I need to do. I forgot to do. All right. How to win an argument with your liberal relatives. And they have a, an, a, uh, a site 
first of all, they know they're not about bringing people together. They can't bring people together. They hate when people are together because when people are together, they they don't re- vote Republican. When the country is united, they they lose. Republicans lose. They need to divide this country. How else can they entrench oligarchy and intergenerational aristocracy? Of course. So they have a site that tells people how to fight with their liberal relatives, and it's called uh, with a snowflake relative. Because we're snowflakes. So they they have a website called snowflakevictory.com. And this really pisses me off. Snowflakes? They call us snowflakes when they are the, the, the snowiest little whiniest little bitches ever. That is what, it's not winning, so much winning, it's whining. I knew that fascism was going to suck, but I didn't know it would be this whiny. Of course, how could, I should have predicted it though, because that's part of fascism. That's how it takes hold, the authoritarians. That's how they take hold, because they're perpetual victims. Republicans have always played the victim card. And, of course, they, they, let's not, do not be, be mistaken. And if you have a, a conservative, so they're not even conservative, if they have, if you have a right-wing fascist trump and relative, and they dare call you snowflake, say, we're not the ones crying when we're, when the truth of who we are uh, stands in the way of possibly not allowing us a lifetime position on the bench like this Van Dyke asshole. We're not the ones who cry at our job interviews like this guy. Van Dyke, remember him? We we played him. Here's a, here he is. The letter also says that you would not commit uh, to being fair to litigants before you, notably members of the LGBTQ community. Can you speak to that? Did you did you say that you wouldn't be fair to members of the LGBT community? Senator, I that was um that was the part of the letter. Could you imagine? Imagine if we if we cried at a job interview. Imagine. Oh, these are the, these are the strong men. I <laughs> strong conservatives crying. I'm sorry. No, I did not say that. <laughs> I did not believe that. It is a fundamental belief of mine that all people are created in the image of God. And they should all be treated with dignity and respect. <laughs> Senator, can you, can commit you believe to- it? We're the snowflakes, though. But we, we would never behave like that. We have normal... We're normal. That's it. We're functionally normal. I mean, I'm not saying that we don't have our own problems. We, we work on our problems. That's what it means to be a strong emotionally capable human being. 
It doesn't mean you're, that you're free of problems, that you don't have struggles, but you you work on them. And you you have the strength to work on them. You don't inflict them on the the entire society as a whole. And when you get in front of Congress and the world, and you're on C-SPAN and in, in a fucking job interview, you don't sit there crying like a little baby, crying because oh somebody might might not allow you, they might vote against you, and not you won't have your lifetime position on the bench. That is your God-given birthright as a straight white male. Republican. Go, gotta go full Kavanaugh. This is what I'm talking about. How to win an argument with your snowflake relatives? Who is this biggest snowflake going? Oh, I know. It's, uh, it's the dim leader. The dumb Fuhrer. It's the Republican standard bearer. All of these fucking snowflakes. These tedious little whiners. They need to change their name. The Republican Party to the whiny little bitch party. They're always crying. How unfair. Oh, it's so unfair. Here's They, they cut in Canada when Home Alone or whatever, two, I don't even know. I don't care. Home Alone 2 or 1, I have no idea. I think it was two. I don't care. I never saw Home Alone. It doesn't interest me. But they cut Twitler's cameo because he's such a suck ass. Twitler loved. That's why he's angry. He's aggrieved that Hollywood doesn't embrace him. They That the normal people of Hollywood, the artists who look at him and know what a fraud he is, that he's not he's not fit to be anywhere near uh, the halls of power, much less, I mean, have a reality TV show. He's not even fit. That's, a, that's the best that he can do. He sucks. So on, on many levels, on every level, there is not one redeeming quality about him. And everyone who has a, an emotionally stable center understands it. So, but they, the, the fascists, they're all aggrieved that they cut Twitler's cameo out of Home Alone for whatever, I don't care. They said they needed to cut it down for TV to pay, to pay for the ads. That's the free market, booby. I thought they loved the market. The market decided because the people of Canada don't want their Christmas ruined looking at this orange ape when they're trying to, they're trying to celebrate the birth of their savior. They don't want to look at this disgusting asshole who rides Christian coattails while he's cutting everyone's lifelines and kissing up to the likes of Kim Jong-un, a Putin puppet traitor and a bunch of and enabled by a bunch of traitors. No, they don't want to look at it. That's Christmas. It's not Christmas. That's the Christmas present that that channel gave to the people of Canada. They don't want the who, who the hell wants to look at him. You think his wife wants to look at him? Want to look at that big orange sweaty asshole climbing on top of her? I'm sure she does it. They do it with the lights off. You know it. She probably does it. They do it. Uh, I'm going to get graphic. Well, she doesn't have to look at him. So she can at least do her nails. Or watch television. Well, he. I mean, he's disgusting. He's disgusting. And when do you think it's the last time they made love? Twitler and trophy wife number three. You think they're like, oh, darling, please come to me. 
I want to. I want. I. I missed you so terribly, darling. You know he's full of shit because he always describes their conversations. Whenever he says that Melania is talking to, you know, trophy wife number three, excuse me, is talking to him, he's like, darling. When she said, darling, what is this? It's always that they're always discussing some kind of aggrievement, too. She's always like, darling, did they actually do that, darling, or say that to you, darling? I can't believe that, darling. And then the, the generals come in and say, sir, sir, let, let me tell you, sir, sir, excuse me, sir. That's how you know he's full of shit, because everybody's calling him sir. They're all genuflecting to, to him, darling and sir. But Fox and Friends, they were so aggrieved, these little snowflakies, that the free market f- chose to cut this orange ape out of Home Alone so the the viewers who were trying to enjoy a nice family gathering or relax in front of TV with their family for the holidays didn't want to see this orange authoritarian ape assaulting their eyeballs and their cranium. No, they they not they want to relax. They don't want to look at that disgusting, sweaty, tanning bed reject. So they cut it out. That's the free market, Bobby. But they don't, they, they're very upset on Fox and Friends. Because they needed to leave room for commercials. That's the one part. That's, That's right. six or seven seconds right, right. they cut. Right, but that was a great six-second commercial they had uh, for whatever but it was. But how bad is your Trump derangement syndrome <laughs> for you to cut that out of a happy yeah. movie? Well, I think they're actually terrified that people will remember that before he was the new Hitler, he was actually a beloved <laughs> mainstream cultural fit. He's in every... If you're going to start cutting him out, in there, he's on the Regis Philbin Christmas album <laughs> in... This guy knows his resume. He's on the Regis Philbin Christmas. Little Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, Regis. It's a terrific album, by the way. If terrific. you still want to play Christmas. It's the best album ever. It's more than the Beatles. It sold more copies than, than uh, I don't know. Music on Boxing the Day, White Album. Regis is, is the way Regis. to go. And uh, he, he, then one foggy Christmas Eve, the Trumpster came to say, <laughs> uh, Blitzen, you're fired, Rudolph, you're hired. That's... Ha, fucking ha. How disgusting. Of course Trump has to ruin Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. Blitzen, you're fired. Oh, <laughs> it's hilarious when people get fired, isn't it? You fucking scum. Donald Trump was before he was the new Hitler. And I think they're terrified of these little things that will... No, we're not terrified. We're just over it. We're over your tedious, fascist, whiny little bitch act, frankly. Mind people of just how like you deranged so his opponents. It's also- deranged? It's not deranged when you're fighting to save democracy from the likes of an authoritarian, envying dictator envying asshole who received fewer votes. Sorry. All right, Junior. Come on. Make a choice, Junior. Sit, stay, or go lay down. Censorship, but let's Oh, move it's forward. censorship. That's what she says. It will remind people of just how like you deranged so his opponents. It's also censorship, but let's move it's forward. It's also so censorship. No, it's not. It's not censorship. There's not a constitutional right to have Trump's cameo appear in Home Alone 2 on a Canadian TV channel. 
That's censorship? They're taking away his God-given right. His unalienable right to be a, 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 a Hollywood hanger-on. <sighs> Ridiculous. How to win an argument with your liberal relatives. The Trump economy is strong. Yeah, real strong. Strong. Oh, and they have videos. I can't play them because I want to I wanna have a nice evening. And I want you to as well. But the sad, what's, his, what's her name? That Lara Trump bitch appears in these emails. Oh, these fake ass women. Uh, it's so vile. They all look like they like generic women. These are all women that, they, of course, they have to be pleasing to Twitler. They have to have a certain look about them. You know what I mean? They they can't. He can't handle a real real woman. That's why trophy wife number three. They he had to get rid of his other trophy wives. They made the mistake of they kept waking up. You see, they time. They got older. You think that he would he would in in a million years would ever remain with his first wife? No fucking way. There's no love here. It's all about what you do for him, how you look to him on his arm. Do you elevate him in the eyes of others? Does it, does it look to others? Do others look at you and say, wow, hot wife? That's all it's about. Like Melania, please. She's a, the first nude model trophy wife. In American history, we got to look at her. Now she has a her her official portrait has a rock on it the size of whatever that people. Um, I mean, it's like they don't make that uh, that that amount in a salary in their in their lifetime that costs for that ring that this bitch has on in her official portrait. It's a, that is a disgrace. But yeah, they don't look at it like that. They, I mean, we're going back to the it's back to the to the past here with the same kind of system that the founders fought a revolution against. The same kiss up, kick down oligarchy. That's what it's about: entrenching oligarchy for themselves and dismiss and and getting rid of democracy. Ultimately, pesky democracy once and for all. Let me see. Hold on. I'm looking for this one article. Yeah. Where is it? Because someone wrote a, an article about the snowflakes, these snowflake assholes. And, of course, I can't find it. And I wanted to read it. In the meantime, while I look for this article, let's look at some more Trump being an asshole. Oh, here's him. He, this is what uh he's such a he's so aggrieved, right? Here's another one of him whining about how how put upon he is. Now I want to take this opportunity to give you some advice. <laughs> oh, thank you. Over the course of your life, you will find that things are not always fair. Oh, you will find that things poor happen thing. to you. That you do not... And he means him. Because, oh, you will find that people will just pick on you when you try when you try not to pay them for work that they did. They'll just pick on you. They'll take you to court. 
when you try to when you buy a building and it has rent controlled tenants and you're trying to get rid of them because you need to you you need to pad your money because your daddy's trust fund you bankrupted it six times already and you harass the the senior citizens on social security and fixed incomes and they they pick on you by not letting you by, by not just dying or moving out they pick on you by going to court they have a class action lawsuit against you and they I, I, and it's just so unfair that they keep living and you're and all you are trying to do is make money and that are not always warranted oh poor but thing you have to put your head down oh, and yeah, fight and work. fight 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 like he fights you fight fight like a 12 year old call somebody a name that's how you do it you fight call them call them fat call them ugly call them crazy and uh make fun of them if they have a disability do do an imitation of them that's how you fight and and if you can't fight yourself call on the anti-democratic foreign dictators and uh, take the help. Hey, you're just fighting. You're fighting back. Never, ever, ever give up. Shut no the fuck up. And that's happen. also, I, I mean, please. Where did you get that from? He didn't write this speech anyway. That's, that is a, that's, that's uh, Winston Churchill. You know this is a Stephen Miller wine. And they they trying to make him like he's Winston Churchill? Please. You ain't no Winston Churchill. What do you think Winston Churchill would think of this orange idiot? Treated lightly. Especially by the media. Wow. No politician in history. And I say this with great surety. Has dick. been treated worse. Or more unfairly. What a... You can't what? let them get you down. What a, you, you don't get them down. You can't let the critics and the naysayers get in the way of your dreams. Who the hell is cheering him? Oh, yeah. He's so inspiring. I guess that's why I won. Thank you. I guess that's why we won. Who is, why is he breathing like that? Why, first of all, why is he breathing, really? Here's it. And then don't let him get you down like, like nervous Nancy. Uh, ultimately, that decision is going to be made by Mitch McConnell, and he will make it. You know, he has the right to do whatever he wants. He's the head of the Senate. People remember they treated us very unfairly. They didn't give us due process. They didn't give us wow. money. They didn't give us anything. Now they come to the It's Senate. an impeachment, you asshole. You don't have the right... First of all, the other thing is, it's not even that. That's how it goes in the Senate. You know, he's saying he, he didn't get as many judges as the... But because you're in the fucking minority. Just like when Mitch McConnell could do whatever the hell he wants. And block Barack Obama and things like that. That's how it works. You don't get to have an inquiry when you're in the minority. You don't... That's not how it works, asshole. But it's so unfair. It's so unfair. And he also blocked everyone, all of the witnesses, from going to 
to the inquiry. So all of the people in his administration. Meanwhile, he while he blocked them, he's crying about how he's not allowed to speak. Because there you go. He's a fascist and a whiner. All fascists are whiners. That's how they do it. And they project. They call us, the normal people of society, the normal people who are capable of functioning in a democracy, they call us snowflakes because that's what they are. That's what they are. They're the snowflakes because they can't handle democracy. If this were 1775, they'd be, they'd be the loyalists. They'd be the Benedict Arnolds. You better believe it. Crying about the king. The king. Oh, you're going up against your natural lord. But they couldn't win in 1776. But they bit, they would bide their time till 2020. 2016. Whittle away at democracy. Just a little bit at a time. So they can reinstate and reinstate their intergenerational aristocracy. That, of course they did. Why else would they undo something like an estate tax that prevents the rise of an intergenerational aristocracy? They're all about recreating an intergenerational aristocracy because they hate democracy. Why, are, why else would they be okay with a fascist dictator-envying con man who received fewer votes going around the globe courting other di- other dictators praising dictators <sighs> they want everything yeah you look back just two weeks yeah we want everything we want we want a functioning democracy that's everything that's like everything to us yeah we want a democracy that works for all not just someone like twitler because he's got yeah it's unfair all right but not in the way he thinks not the way he's he's whining about it it's unfair that an orange asshole who received fewer votes is squatting in the Oval Office, who failed upward every, at every turn, who was able to get away with his crimes. That's pretty goddamn unfair. We also had a much better case. We, had a, we have a perfect case. I say it again. We have a perfect case. They had no case. But they had three <laughs> lawyers. We were allowed one. They had three. Think of that. Ooh, they had three lawyers. So unfair. And each one spoke for an extended period of time. We had one lawyer. Yeah, explaining. What did they speak? They talked about the Constitution, the thing that you wipe your ass with. Uh, what do you think of that? Oh. So now they get to the Senate. And now we have the majority. And it's up to Mitch McConnell. And Bitch McConnell, you mean? And now they want Moscow Mitch. To do wonderful things for them. I mean, he's going to do what he wants to do. Whiny little bitch McConnell. They're a very fair guy. Oh, so fair. He was so fair that he blocked the former president who received the most votes twice in two landslide elections from fulfilling his constitutionally uh, um, ascribed role that we gave to him, slapping our faces. He's so fair. That's what he did. That's his proudest moment, undermining democracy is his is his proudest moment know them by their fruits as maya angelou said when people show you who they are believe them they hate america trust me 
treated us very unfairly, and now they want fair fairness. Oh, in fair. Uh, they ought to look back at the last year to see how they've hurt this country. Fortunately, <laughs> we have a president that was able to uh, plow through all of the stuff that went on and what? goes on. Plow through? Yeah, you were able to plow through what? Democracy and, and pretend like you won. That's the game here. And it doesn't matter. This is, it's the same game that he played on the victims of Trump University. It doesn't matter what reality is. Just say, say the opposite. Say that you are winning. Say, regardless, when the, when the leaders of Europe are laughing in your face and you leave the, uh, the, the meeting early because you can't handle it because you're a little bitch, say it's a, you, you, you won, that they respect you. When you know, I mean, please. Nobody respects him. No one. No one with any decency. If you, have a, if you have a shred of decency, if you have a shred of intelligence, then you look at, you know who you're looking at. You know Twitler. You don't respect a Twitler. So here's an article. Let me see. Where is it? Paul Krugman breaks down why conservatives are the real snowflakes. Speaking of, Paul Krugman, here it is. It's, this is an, uh, a column from a couple of months ago. But it's all applicable. Um, today's column is about plastic straws, hamburgers, and dishwasher detergent. Also, Captain Marvel. No, I haven't lost my mind, or at least I don't think so, but quite a few people have. And their rage-filled pettiness is more important force in American politics than we would like to think. My starting point is a weekend tweet from Representative Devin Nunes of California, who headed the House Intelligence Committee until the House changed hands after the midterms. In that role, he basically acted as Donald Trump's stonewaller-in-chief, doing everything he could to prevent any real investigation into possible collusion between Trump, the Trump campaign, and Vladimir Putin. Well, of course, they're all because they're all up there to their eyeballs in Russian money funneled through the NRA. They're all compromised. I, and Mitch McConnell is compromised. Leningrad Lindsay is compromised. They're all traitors. It, it will all come out one day just how much they compromise this country, just how much, how, what traitors they actually are. So, but his, but his tweet wasn't about that. It was about a waitress who, citing the straw police, asked his dining party if they wanted straws. Welcome to socialism in California, Nunes thundered. If this seems like a weird aberration, he wasn't even denied a straw. He was just asked if he wanted one. You need to realize that rage explosions over seemingly silly things are extremely common on the right. By all accounts, the biggest applause line at the conservative political political action conference eliciting eliciting chants of USA USA was the claim that Democrats are coming for your hamburgers, just like Stalin. They aren't. And for the record, Stalin was a mass murderer, but objectively pro-burger. 
By the way, this isn't a new phenomenon. I'm sure readers can come up with many examples, but I have but I happen to remember a 2009 blog post by the right-wing activist Eric Erickson, who was practically an incitement to that was practically an incitement to violence. At one point, this is quote, at one po- at what point do the people tell politicians to go to hell? At what point do they get off their couch, march down their, to their state legislature's house, and pull, pull them outside and beat them to a bloody pulp? And what was the source of his rage? The observation that dishwasher detergent doesn't work quite as well without the phosphates. What do these things have in common? All of them involve cases where individual choices impose costs on other people. Plastic straws really are a source of, 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 of ocean pollution. While nobody is planning to ban beef, flatulent cows really are an important source of methane, a powerful greenhouse gas, and phosphates contribute to the toxic algae blooms. But the rage seems to come from the suggestion that these costs imposed on others mean that white men, and it does always seem to be white men, should consider changing their behavior, even a little bit, in the public interest. That's really it. They, you cannot, I, and this is what I was saying another time, I was like, do, we would never pester a right-winger with, uh, with, any, with anything patriotic. We, we would never expect them to pull a hair for anybody but themselves. So why pester? They, that's how much they hate this country. So when they're talking about how much they love America, we, we wouldn't pester them by expecting them to, to change, by, to, do, to go any foot out of their way to make the world a better place. That's not their prerogative. Their, their patriotic, or whatever, their God-given right as white men is to make this world, uh, you know, is to do whatever the fuck they want. Throw garbage wherever they want. Uh, just be unconscious assholes, and if, expect any. And if anybody is the the normal people of this society who are capable of functioning, who are polite and decent to other human beings, that they're they're we're politically correct. We're the snowflakes. When we're capable, when in fact it's it's actually the opposite. We're completely we're capable and we're strong. We're strong enough to understand that other people's culture does not diminish our culture or ourselves in any way. If we if we invite a diverse society, if we embrace a diverse society, that makes us stronger. That it's it's strong to be to uh, be polite and to be conscientious and to consider your place in the world and consider other people. You know, that's what it means to have a society and a civilization. That's what it means to pledge your lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other. Not just yourselves. What do you think the founding fathers would do? Oh, forget it. We're a bunch of selfish assholes. Oh, well. Better luck next life. Go, go beg the king for a trickle. Okay. For those blissfully unaware of the issue, the latest superhero movie features a female protagonist, and the actress who plays her has expressed some mildly feminist views. So, 
Well, for a significant number of men, all of this is apparently extremely threatening. Mobs swamped the internet like Rotten Tomatoes with negative reviews before the movie opened. Before they could, before they had even seen it, YouTube filled up with attack videos and predictions that the film would be a disastrous failure. Marvel rage recognizably drew on the same pathological pettiness as straw rage and hamburger rage. As it happens, the movie appears to be a big hit and is receiving favorable audience scores. This shows that the men afflicted with this syndrome are fairly a small minority. But it's not a minority without influence. Nunez was, for a time, among the most important politicians in Washington— CPAC sets the agenda for the party that controls the White House and the Senate, despite receiving fewer votes, okay? They're in the minority. They are a minority. This this country is under the tyranny of the minority. And that needs to be that needs to constantly be re repeated over and over. This that needs to get into the consciousness of everyone. Like like the idiot on the Citizen app talking about liberal judges when he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. With applying, um, th- that's, that's the what needs to get into the consciousness. Again and again and again, that the, that the Republicans are a minority party. It's not just, we're not just saying that, it's math. They represent fewer people, and they receive fewer votes overall the senate the democrats received over a million more votes in the senate and they're in the minority that's not democracy <sighs> the recently reviewed radio rant of fox news's tucker carlson oh god if i didn't have to share the same air with this asshole in a hundred thousand lifetimes it would be too soon could have come straight out of those Bizarre anti-Brie Larson screeds. The point is that demented anger is a significant factor in modern American political life and overwhelmingly on one side. All that talk about liberal snowflakes is projection. If you really want to see people driven wild by tiny perceived slights and insults, you'll generally find them on the right. Nor is it about racism, or just about racism and misogyny, although these are big components of that phenomenon. I don't see the obvious connection to hamburger paranoia. Just to be clear, to paraphrase John Stuart Mill, I am not saying that most conservatives are filled with rage over petty things. What I am saying instead is that most of those filled with such rage are conservatives, and they simply and they supply much of the movement's energy. And just an aside, that John Stuart Mill phrase, what John Stuart Mill actually said was, I am not saying, I'm trying to remember, I did not mean that conservatives are generally stupid. I meant that stupid persons are generally conservative. I believe that to be so obvious and undeniable that I hardly think any honorable gentleman will question it. And that was in 1866. Nothing has changed. That's conservatives as a nut, in, in a nutshell. Like, not, not all conservatives are Nazis, but all Nazis are conservatives, okay? It's, it's like that. So, 
What I'm saying instead. Okay, yeah, here we are. Uh, not to put uh, uh, not to put too fine a point on it. Pathological pettiness almost surely put Donald Trump over the top in the 2016 election, even though he received fewer votes. Okay. At this point, you probably want to know what I think we should do about it. The truth is, I don't know. I guess there's some case for using taxes rather rather than regulations to cr- control pollution, since you won't be telling people directly what to do. <clears throat> Excuse me. But one suspects that the people I'm talking about will still find something to be hysterical about. At the very least, however, we should realize what's happening. It may be comforting to believe that politics is driven by more or less rational considerations of costs and benefits, but the reality is a lot of it is driven by unreasoning rage. And there you go. Republicans are full of shit, okay? They are... They they suffer from psychological projection because... Everything is a is is psychologically off balance with them. They're not they're not looking at themselves. They are inflicting their manias outwards. They're sick. It's sort of like when if you're not getting help, you know what I mean? They they don't think that they need help. That's the problem. They think that if the entire society if we all conform to their little hierarchy then the world will be utopia despite the fact that they're not the majority they they are um they're they're fundamentally undemocratic and that's why they can't handle democracy they really are sick so let me see is everybody who's still here who's still among us in the chat room we got some people here. We got some people. Well, I think I need to wrap it up because I got to, even though it's short, it's a short hit and run tower buster. <sighs> I got to go out for my birthday. I got to meet these people. I got to meet some people. I met my people here. I got to meet my people there. So, but there will be another show tomorrow. Not every Tower Buster can go over two hours, I'm I'm afraid. It's just what it is today. I appreciate you guys for being so flexible, for coming in and uh, on these days where we the the hours of Tower Buster is no there's no set time during the week. So I appreciate your flexibility. And I appreciate your support. Thank you for all your patronage. This is how we're going to keep the show going. And we need I, 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 we need the show, okay? I'm not just saying that. We need more shows like this. This should be the majority show. Because even when we have so-called liberal media, it's not a liberal media. It's a corporate media. So if we want to counter the corporate media, we have to support the liberal, the real liberal media, and this is what you're this is what you're doing. This is the liberal media. I'm sorry. It is. It is. You're looking at it. But and we got a long way to go. This country's in trouble. What is this? Why Trump supporters love calling people snowflakes? This is from GQ in 2017. It's just so irritating. 
with the snowflakes bullshit. What is, and that's the other thing. Their, their whole, before I go, right? Their whole name calling, calling people snowflakes. What does that mean? They're diminishing us as human beings. They like inflicting pain. That's what it means. It's we're we're not strong. That's what they're trying to say. We're weak. And they are they instead of they I mean it's just fundamentally fundamentally unpatriotic. Because if that was the case, then what is then it is isn't it this job of the strong in that sense to to comfort the weak, right? If they really believe we're weak. Why would they, why would, and they're strong, right? This is what they think. They think we're weak and they're strong. Then, then attacking the weak is your, is, is, uh, something that should, that should be considered vile. Because if they're so strong, if they think they're so strong and we're so weak, then they're, then they're bullies, then they're not then they are unfit it's just showing the world how unfit they are and that and therefore they should you know what i mean i'm i'm trying to put it all together but it's like if they think they're so strong then the the strong reaction to the weak was is, is compassion then they should try to reach out and and comfort and build a bridge if they're so strong you know what i mean it's like somebody who has strength like we the american america itself is the has the largest military the biggest muscle right that's why we don't have military parades until twitler came along he wants a military parade because he's a little tiny little bitch but you don't have military parades when you're the str- when you're the biggest stick on the block. You don't need a military parade. You're you you have strength. You don't need to show it off if you're emotionally stable, right? But then that's why I never understand the the whole snowflake with the Republicans. They're ju- they're they are only proving us correct by by being by being assholes, by attacking what they think is weak. But what they're doing, obviously, is revealing just how weak they actually are. They're not strong. They are weak, and we are strong. Because you could call us, whatever, call, we know we're not snowflakes. It's like if somebody says to to you, they call you a name, you only get hurt if you think it's true on some level. Otherwise, if somebody says you you are, <clears throat> you know, you're, uh, if they they might as well call you a, uh, a a purple giraffe or something. It's like okay, whatever. I know I'm not a purple giraffe, so that's clearly delusional. It's the same thing here. We're not weak. It's strong to be compassionate. It's strong to be able to function in democracy. That's, it's strong to have a diverse nation where you celebrate the diversity, where you try to leave no one behind, where you, where you make a, uh, you have a, a, what do you call it? A safety net that, 
that enables progress, that gives people uh, a hand up, that invests in the in the culture in the country, and the culture is the it's a that is a culture to have a diverse nation. That's that it is a culture. That's the American culture. What else is American culture besides? I mean, what they think is American culture, I suppose, is uh, eating shit and uh, jerking off into a flag or something. I don't know. Wearing made in China American flag swag and being a douchebag, I guess. But what is what American culture truly is, is immigration, a nation of immigrants, a nation of laws, democracy, uh who is supposedly, I mean, when we were supposedly at our greatest, where we, where we would honor the Geneva Conventions and we had a, because we knew we were fighting for more than just, uh, you know, we were fighting for an idea, not just defeating fascism, we're fighting for democracy itself, the idea of democracy. Oh, God. So Republicans, when they when they attack us as snowflakes, they really diminish themselves. They show themselves for who they are. They are the snowflakes, and we have we have uh, the every time Twitler gets in front of a microphone to prove it. He proves it. The whining, the complaining about the unfairness, and oh. Despite receiving fewer votes, the walking around like a big baboon, like a baby baboon. Oh, brother. Like you have a mandate. That's uh, your weak-ass little bitch. That's a, that goes to show you. You're a weak, weak little authoritarian. That's what it means to be an authoritarian. You suppress freedom. You suppress your the opposition. They can't because they can't handle it. Authoritarianism can't handle dissent because it's weak. And that's who Twitler is, and all of his enablers. And that's why they're such so embarrassing to watch them suck ass on this this horrible orange baboon. But. Anyway, that's why we have to win. And we're not going to win in 2020 by courting Republicans. Okay, I'm just going to drop the mic there for now. Thank you, Haiku, for your birthday wish and your super chat. And Richard on the super chat, I really appreciate it. It means a lot. And I hope that you guys can join us again tomorrow at on uh, on the Tara Buster we're our regular time at 6 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channel and there you go um I'm gonna take off now I gotta get ready to go to this show I appreciate it it is my birthday it was great spending a little bit of it with you guys and if you can become a patron That'll be awesome at tar- at uh, patreon.com slash taradevlin. Otherwise, thank you for all your support and so many other ways. We will win because 
we are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of humanity. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. I will see you tomorrow.